0: and um, it was like yeah you can just get him to do this and it's like I can't get him to do nothing please don't mistake what our relationship is he is my boss Mm -hmm. just because we are along doesn't mean that I order him to do stuff yeah I'm there to support him but I still take instructions from him I mean we had altercations and people didn't know about it there was a time when he thought I spoke to him in a way that he didn't like. And it's like, you were being ridiculous. You go and sit in your corner, you work out what your problems are, and then come back to me when you <laughs> sorted it out.
1: Hey, Brand Babies. This is Grandma's Podcast, where we go in on personal branding without taking shit personally. Grandma's house is hosted by none other than the Ghetto Country Brandmother. She's here to share her experience, expertise, and an education in a way that takes you from brand baby to brand leader. So come on in and hold on to your bourbon, because grandma's about to spill the tea.
2: All right, brand babies, we back for another episode of Grandma's House Podcast. And I am back here with my sweetheart, Cass. Cass-alicious, that's what I call her. Y'all can't call her that, so don't even try. She ain't gonna let you anyway, because she a queen. <laughs> we tease her about being royalty. But she is also known as the ethical strategist. And the reason that is, is because she believes in policies and procedures. She has a legal mind. She believes in policies and procedures, but she also believes in being ethical within your practices. And she is my person that I go to for policies and procedures, but I'm shut up so she can get her own version of introduction out here. Cause y'all know I talk too damn much. Cass, you want to tell them anything that I missed? You want to introduce yourself? I'm Cass Johnson the ethical strategist
0: and I am all about house rules so and it's house rules for your business because I don't do anything domesticated (laughs) so (laughs) just to get that very clear yes we are not (laughs) domestic no no it's all about business and just getting yourself in an order and having structure in your business so that you have the support and guidance for you and your team. And it's all about inter- interdependency now, working together for a common goal.
2: You know, because you know what I do. Cass is a past client. She still calls me every now and then when she got some shit going on. But she went to the boot camp a while ago and I know my process has changed. And she knows now that I lean more in personal branding, but we also worked on her personal brand. And that's how she became the ethical strategist. But, and since we've last worked together for long periods of time, what's changed for your personal brand?
0: Uh, Do you know, I thought about this the other day. I think you did a post on um, being famous. Mm -hmm. Why do you want to be famous? And when you brought that up in the boot camp, I hated that question. I don't want to be famous. I do not want, what is the woman asking me? I don't want to be famous. I just want (laughs) to sort people out. And now after a a lot has happened in a year, Mm -hmm. because I think the last time I was on was a year and I've seen you and other people be very vocal and be out there and I see the transition and I'm thinking, ah, so I am going to have to talk to people. I am going to have to be out there and I've been reserved because I have this kind of energy that people don't like and it's like forceful that pushes them back. Apparently so, yeah. I've been told a number of times. I'm that, talking about, have you not met me? Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I told you it's only for strong people. But a lot of people have said that, like, you're too reserved. You're too quiet. We don't know what you're thinking. Or you have an energy and you're just, you are just make a presence. You walk around like you own the place. So rather than giving the wrong impression, I've I'm always been silent while I'm working people out but then I'll only speak when I feel it's comfortable to speak. And over the more so recently, I'm thinking, why are you staying silent? I mean, recently I've just been blocked. I made a comment on someone's video and they told me that you just don't get it. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna save you until I get back off my holiday and respond to you. And I have been looking like mad for this video. And I'm thinking, why can't I find it? This is like my challenge with technology. And then I realized that I had a different account. I've gone into the account and there's the video. So not only have you deleted my comments, but you've blocked me. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm I'm tired of this. When these things happen and I see that you are being like a proper a-hole, I'm going to call you out on it. I'm not going to wait anymore and simmer on it. I'm just going to tell you how it is so for that one there will be a post coming and if you block me on tiktok then i'm going to highlight you on linkedin and link All the right. video i'm not coming after you it's not about violence it's it's not about getting one up or trying to get the likes but what i put in that the comments that we were exchanging there was nothing harsh because i was being reserved because i've always been aware of this Energy that people don't like. But I'm thinking there are so many people out there who are not doing right. They don't have order, they don't have structure, they're just going through by the seat of their pants or however that saying is. And I'm just tired of it. You are making it difficult. In this situation, you are a toxic employee that you are speaking to the masses. You have a number of people who are relating to you, but there was a policy in place and there's nothing wrong with it policies are not your friend, and these business owners are trying to be friendly and be a friend and a pal to the workers because they think that's what's going to get them working not just be honest yeah because sometimes they just don't want you as a friend yeah
2: yeah and i get that because just be uh, honest yeah, and the um, and you guys, sometimes you'll hear a lag because Cass is in London. So there might be a little overtalk. It is not intentional. Um, but with having had employees, stop laughing. Having had employees, I know I was motherly, but I don't know that I was necessarily friendly. And it's because I don't ever want you to get it twisted that, you know what, it's okay to treat me like a friend at work. Even my mom, my mom's husband worked for us. But when we were at work, it's like, no, I, this is a work mode. And when I come home and my mom asks me about, well, why'd you do this to Glenn? And why is this about, you don't get to tell me how to run my business. If you don't want your husband working for me, then that's a conversation you need to have at home. But as far as how we are at work, you don't get to come at me with that. Even though you're my mom and I respect you, we're not having this conversation. Well, that's my husband. Then you need to talk to your husband. And if he has an issue with it, then he needs to come to me at work. And it's, it's, it's learning to separate those things. And there was a, there's a job that I had had early on and the the director of HR, me and her were cool, but she said she could never truly be friendly with people because those would probably be the same people that she had to fire. And she didn't know, she knew that those relationships would not last beyond that. And it's, it's not that, um, it's not on the employer side, believe it or not, it's on the employee side because we get this, this, this relationship going. It's like, oh, they won't fire me. They like me. And it's like, but sweetie, you are breaking the rules and you're running their business into the ground. Why would I not fire you? And, and I put, I put a poll out yesterday. It's like, what is your biggest fear about scaling your business? And people are afraid to hire because they don't want to to have to to lead people. I don't don't want to talk about managing. I don't want to talk about bossing, but you have to lead people. And they don't know how to do that. And they don't trust themselves to do that. Because like I say, if you cannot fire people, you should not hire them. Because at some point, if they fuck up, not will they, but if they fuck up, sweetie, you got to come correct. And that's why Cass talks about policy or house rules as she puts them. When she talks about the house rules, it's like, you know what? How is this even going to be a thing? I can't say that to them. They're my friend. No, they're your employer at this particular moment. They're on the clock. So it's like you have to handle your business literally. So it's, 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 go ahead. And I think when
0: you're an employer and an employee, it doesn't mean that you have to be hostile. You don't have to give people the cold shoulder. You can be personable. I've done that in the past where I've had that corporate job. And the best relationships that I've had with the bosses that I've had, it's like we're friends. But I remember being challenged once by almost a group of PAs or EAs or whatever they call themselves. And um, it was like, yeah, you can just get him to do this. And it's like, I can't get him to do nothing please don't mistake what our relationship is he is my boss Mm -hmm. just because we get along doesn't mean that I order him to do stuff yeah I'm there to support him but I still take instructions from him I mean we had altercations and people didn't know about it there was a time when he thought I spoke to him in a way that he didn't like and it's like you are being ridiculous you go and sit in your corner you work out what your problems are and then come back to me when (laughs) you sorted it out and that was the kind of relationship that we had. At the end of the week, I'd say, you've done a good job this week. Well done. More of that next week on Monday. And he would laugh, but nobody else would do it. But I knew that he was my boss. He's going yeah. to give me my bonus. He's going to decide whether I stay or go. He's my boss. But that, that's beside the point. I know that I have to breathe in and out to continue living. I don't need to keep on thinking about breathing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I just want people to get to that point but to get to that point you have to have the rules in place we all have rules someone I was reviewing some of the comments on my post and someone says I didn't think of rules that way like the rules in your household you have defined rules in your household you don't want dirty plates or cups or whatever in the sink when kitchen is closed You don't want someone eating with their feet on your coffee table. Those are rules that you have. And people come if they respect you, if they respect everybody else and your house, they will follow those rules. Otherwise they won't come around. They'll just give you a call and say, hey, how you doing? They can be your phone friend. And that's what you need in business. You set the rules, You don't bend them to suit other people. And then you move forward. And at some point they may have to change.
2: And it's that whole thing of when we talk about personal branding and part of your personal brand plays into that, how you set up your house rules. Cause you, there's just some houses you won't go in because you don't agree with the rules. And the same goes for when you go to work for someone. If you sitting up here and your personal brand trying, oh, I'm so friendly and I always have an open door, but you act like a dick when nobody's looking. That's, 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 sick, that's shady shit. And exactly. so it's 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 like having these policies in place that you can actually enforce because there's a brand you and there's a business you. And so my 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 stuff is so on brand that you know what? I still know how to a- handle my business as the ghetto country grandmother. I still know how to partner, hire, fire all of those different things. So it's like when you're dealing with people, do you take those things into consideration when you're setting up their policies? Or do you just tell them this is the best one for you go do what I see?
0: <laughs> no. And even though I was on holiday for the past month, this is a conversation that I had with one business owner. And I says, I can't work with you. I don't fire my clients. We don't get to that point. <laughs> I don't see any kind of... I tell you what I do. I work with you because I want you to have an understanding of the rules that you're putting in place. What are the consequences? What's going to happen after that? How do you implement them? Because it's wonderful having a handbook that HR gives you and you don't don't understand what's going on because you're reliant on them. I don't want you to be reliant on me. I'm not saying that you can't come back and we can't have a conversation, but I want you to be clear in your mind. Don't come and ask me to tie your shoelaces every time you want to wear those those shoes but if you need a reminder then I'm here or if you've got a different pair of shoes with different kind of laces then so be it we can talk through it but in that situation they were desperate for me to do policies and do a form because there's changes in their regulatory body and I says I can't do it you're not making time for me and I'm not holding on to the guilt should you use the business should you get fined should you be reprimanded or anything like I I don't hold on to that guilt what is important to you because you are an owner and if you're an owner you should know that you have responsibilities that's part of being an owner
2: so like I say how do you get them how do you get them to a point because I know there are certain things that certain policies or house rules that you have to have no matter what like terms well, and conditions are a thing. But if you can't enforce the terms and conditions, what is your take? Should you just not own a business or do you have to sum up the courage to enforce what's in the terms and conditions?
0: If you can't enforce your terms and conditions, I would say there is a, at least two reasons for that. If you don't know what's in there or they're not relatable to you.
2: Okay.
0: And that's the point. That's why we have to work together because whatever we go through, you will remember you won't remember it word for word but you remember the essence of what you wanted so if someone says i don't like this and i'm returning it to you i don't i don't want anything to do with this and i want a full refund if you had said well no you're not going to get a refund on that after this um, this date then you have an awareness of that you understand that you can do that legally you don't have to be and they're saying oh i'm got cuz The habit now is everyone's going to social media. Go to social media because it's there. My terms and conditions are there. And if you fail to read them, then that's on you, not on me. Yeah, Because anyone can go and have a look at it. It's that fear of the unknown. But if you remove the unknown and you know what you're about, then you shouldn't have that fear. And don't avoid conflict. I like it. (laughs) It gives me butterflies and I'll take it on because I'm getting to the crux of what the problem is. I, I said that to someone, I want a problem. I don't want to come in and just give you a solution, what I think is going to be a solution. It's got to be a solution to a current problem or a pending problem that's going to be happening. So I do not replace HR. There are a lot of changes that are happening in this country this year with employment and there are a lot of HR people talking about it. And I think it's exciting, but I want it to be exciting when those people haven't put the changes in place and then they've got someone who's asking for flexible time and they've just said no, or they're getting too close for comfort. I think there's a carer's lever um, act that's coming in. So they have to give the person the time off. It's unpaid for a whole week. Mm -hmm. Uh, up to a whole week but you can't just say no and and there's small business and I say small business I don't think that they're any less powerful or they have less of an impact on the world than the larger corporations in fact I think they're more powerful and coming back from off holiday from a small island some people are going to freak about that because they don't think Jamaica is small but it is in comparison to the rest of the world, but we're little, but we're taller, and that's just resurrected everything in me, giving me more power for this year to go through.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't matter what size you are; you need to start on the right road so that you can then grow.
2: Yeah, I've been trying to change my language around that and not use the word small, but I'm using the word independent, um, and that kind of stuff because too much of how independent businesses are run are based on corporate um, examples.
0: Right? Yeah. (laughs) You sit in an office, your manager drives you crazy. They know nothing. You think of the ways that you can make this better. You go off, you do it yourself, you put your house A remortgage and you're not speaking to your family you lock yourself in a room and then you think do you know what I'm going to use the same policies as them oh what's the health and safety what's the what do you do for holidays what do you do for me oh I'm going to just take everything that they've got and then you're wondering why nothing's changed it's not changed you don't understand it (laughs) they have a whole department of hundreds or just a whole team of people and they don't understand yeah and it's not that complicated you just need to allocate some time to understanding I mean my sessions are no more than an hour an hour and a half tops because it is mentally grueling you've been through it you know <laughs>
2: oh my goodness <laughs> everyone yes, comes
0: yeah they come in and they think oh this is going to be easy no it's not
2: No. And Cass is, a oh my goodness. She's extra y'all. She's extra. She, when we were working on my cancellation policy and she will tell you what you can and cannot put in there. You can't say that. And it's not even so much that it's wrong, but if it's unethical to say that, or even just if it's in bad form, y'all know sometimes I just don't give a shit about being in bad form, but Cass won't let you show up like that. She still makes sure that it's is true to you. Cause like one of my policies, um, like how everybody else has about, um, not sharing your email privacy policy. My privacy policy is like, I don't share my chocolate. I'm not sharing your email address. <laughs> your, your email address is as important as my chocolate. So I got you. And, and she let me have that one. Now the one where, where I said, um, if I find out you, if like when I used to do group stuff, I said, if I find out you're sharing like intellectual property of somebody else's, I'm giving your address and tell them where you live. Cass said, you can't do this.
0: <laughs> she wouldn't let me. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's just to elevate yourself <laughs> just a little. <laughs> and this is why I say. Phyllis is a petty bitch, ghetto country grandmothers, an empathic bitch. So <laughs> that's the petty me. I'm giving your address, telling them where you live and everything. Stop selling people stuff. Um, but it's it's but it's just as important to me. Like I said, because if when you're an independent business, say you if you scale, you don't want to scale to no more than five people. People think that when you talk about scaling, that you have to become some massive corporation or company with hundreds. Of, scaling can be as small as just scaling to a business of two if that's all you can handle but when you scale sweetie you still have to have policies in place especially when you now have more than one personality in there and when you if if you cannot enforce the policies like okay this is our policy for how we answer the phone and then this person keeps answering it wrong it's like but that's the policy but that's stupid are you going to keep that person or are you going to just let them you know what i need a body here so I'm just going to have to let them do what they do till I hire somebody else. And because you get pulled in another direction, this person continues to erode your business. And you always forget to get back to it because you're still trying to put out all these other fires that this person has created. Am I wrong?
0: No, that's right. That's right. But they could have a point. Your policy could be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Really could. (laughs) Like the person who's actually doing it, they can work out. And that's another thing. I'm not a consultant who comes in and takes over and then force you to have a set format. Your business is going to be different to someone who does construction, to someone who has a legal office. I'm not forcing a set procedure on you.
2: How does your team work? Does that mean that that every set of policies, they they can't do the whole cookie cutter thing, because I know when I first before I found you, I went to one of those sites and I plugged in my info and I let them spit out my my uh, policies or terms and conditions for something I don't remember because you came back. Um, but how is it that that we're all doing construction, we're all doing construction Monday through Friday, we're all doing construction Monday through Friday and use these materials, should they still all have the same policy. Some of the policies will be the same, that we
0: have one here about money laundering. Mm. And I had a client who had just downloaded it from some kind of template website, but hadn't followed up, didn't know that it was supposed to keep a record of all the people who had the training, were made aware of it, signed the form to say that they're aware and they've had the training. There was none of that. Mm. So my first question is, when you go to these websites and you download it and put in Like it automatically fills in your details when you fill in those little blocks. Do you read it?
2: No. Do you really expect me to read? Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do. Because those are your obligations.
0: (laughs) People fail to remember or connect the dots to know that sometimes your policies can be your defense.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that, that people should have policies based around their personal brand?
0: I think it should have an essence of who you are so that when you are, I don't want to say enticing because that almost sounds like manipulating people and I don't do that. But when you are putting out to say that you have a position, a person knows who you're going to be. uh, You get all these bog standard responses on the social medias, professional or not when they're giving advice of how do you recruit and they say smile be nice if you are not a smiley person if you are not a nice person don't put it on because when you want to be yourself people are going to oh oh and that's like a discrimination case that's coming out Mm -hmm. you just don't want that so let them know that you're miserable because then they'll just If they're the right person, they'll just fan it off. I know plenty of people that I've worked with and think they're miserable. Even bosses, like people that I've worked with one-to-one, I know that they're miserable. I don't care if you like me or not. I'm not there as a permanent employer. I'm not a keeper. So as long as my joy is in your problem and making sure that you are understanding and you are running smoothly, I want to tidy you up. I've got like this cleaning, not phobia, but like an obsession with cleaning. I want Anyone who's got their tag out, I want to tuck it in, even if I don't know you. And that's how I want you to be in your business. So the fact that our personalities clash, as long as we can get past it and focus on the work, and you're listening to what I'm saying and you're implementing, and we're vibing that way, then I'm happy to help you. I'm happy to get involved. And not help, but guide you through. You've given me like (laughs) trauma with the word help.
2: (laughs) You know, and I'm going to have to, something just like just currently is occurring with me Um, because I have a client that he pays above average because I spend more time with him. And so when January rolled around, I only billed him what based on the old building, billing, because I wasn't sure about how much we were going to work together coming in January because he has a lot of other things coming on. So once we passed a certain point, I sent him another invoice for the month of January. He already paid the first one. I sent him another invoice for the month of January. And so now he wants to book another meeting to discuss it. But sweetie, you can't book the meeting because that that falls under the, <laughs> the new invoice. <laughs> But well, you've made that clear, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It just came up because I, what I've been billing him all this month, I, I took it upon myself to think that common sense was common. That no. you know, I know it was. My, I'm I'm taking ownership of it. It's my fault. I figured he knew if I only sent him a bill for this much that that wasn't the full amount. So when I sent him the other part, that you know what, I didn't know that we would need to discuss this because you only paid half up at the beginning of the month. So again, I know it's my fault, which means, like I said, I'm going to have to sit down with you. And it's like, okay, if I ever do that again, and I did it out have the kindness of my heart because you know what? We just got our Christmas, baby. I'm not trying to take all your money. You know how I am with my clients. Uh, so without the kindness of my heart, but I didn't know that I would have to explain it. So now I have to have this conversation. Like if we're going to discuss this next, that falls under this new thing because we've already used up all the time. Based on the previous invoice, so exactly. I don't know how to navigate that, but I do know to never do it again. Yes. So, but I need to. I need to have a policy around that. Even if the policy is just for myself, you know what your policy is. This don't send that invoice that way. So, that I I know I need to take care of. Yeah. You gonna talk about me?
0: No, I'm not going to. Say, you know, I don't talk about my clients. I <laughs> identify them. I would never do that
2: so what kind of policy would that be though
0: uh you can include it in your payments you could include it in your terms and conditions
2: uh should i have have, included something in the previous email where i only charged half
0: it depends how you've broken it down i mean do you charge them for the time
2: okay so normally with with brandy university let me tell you with brandy university they get me For three hours a month, Uh, we go through three, whether they break it up into one three-hour session or multiple sessions spread over three hours, however they want to do it, but then they get to continuously email me. Um, I do behind the scenes work. So even if they booked me for three hours, I'm still working behind the scenes because I'm putting together like lists or or just different things. Um, One of his, say like his onboarding process, that was not an easy thing because of certain moving parts and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so now that, that we have this other part, there's certain things that I cannot do until this other part is met, which is like, like I said, which is why it's like, you don't need me until later on. So let me not bill you. Let me not overbill you just because I can. And so, Mm -hmm. like I said, I did that not thinking that I would have to explain so when I sent the email that this is your invoice, go ahead and pay it. He, he always pays his, his invoices right on time. He doesn't wait till the due date. Um, But he never questioned why is this only half of what I normally pay or anything of that nature. And I did not explain.
0: Hello, if someone gives you extra, I'm ethical, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> Just, so if someone gives me extra change, I will kind of look at it, look at them. And if they're not saying anything, I consider it a bonus. Someone's looking down on me, sweet Jesus. You probably know that I need to put it someplace else. So I'm not I'm not making you aware. It's not to say that if you call me back and says, Hey, hey, I think I've given you too much, I say, Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, so you have.
2: But but I don't the, the thing is the
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'm glad we're talking about this because, like I say. People have to go back and have these hard conversations. So now I have to go back to my client and explain. It's like, sweetie, we've already used up the time allotted for this amount of money. And now I'm just putting back the other half. I always go above and beyond. Most of my clients, you know, my my clients are rotten, they're spoiled. So um, yes, and that includes you. (laughs) But even in that, it's like, you know, my time is not free. And when you ask me to meet with other people, even if I'm not meeting with you, you're asking me to meet with a videographer to make sure that part's on brand. You're asking me to meet with the editor to make sure that part's on brand. You're making me, you're not making me. You're asking me to meet with your your virtual person because we have to make sure that touch point is on brand. So I'm doing all of this. So my, huh? It's an extension
0: of that. Yes.
2: And so, even though I'm not still still spending time with you per se, because that's how it started, I'm still working on your business. So that time has been used up by other people. You yeah. chose not to use it. So it's like now, like I said, you have to pay for the rest of the month. And, okay. and like I said, I did not make that clear in the email that I sent. So do you think I need a policy for that? Or should I just explain it in the email? Do I have to go out and write a policy on this particular thing? Should no. I put it-
0: Maybe all you need to do is make it clear when you're doing your invoicing, what you're invoicing for. Okay. All
2: right. So you it, don't
0: want it, too many policies. You know <laughs> me. I, I like policies, but you don't want too many because <laughs> <laughs> then you stop looking at them.
2: <laughs> okay. Should it be, because you read my pledge. I My pledge that I asked my clients to sign is like, you know what, this is what goes on in grandma's house. And part of it down there is like, I don't give refunds. Should I also put in there that if I only bill you half, there's a reason. Should I put it in there? Or like I said, is it just something that does not need to be written down? It just needs to be known by me.
0: I don't want you to highlight that when you're making a mistake, that they shouldn't take you up on your mistake.
2: No. Like I said, it wasn't I I technically don't see it as a mistake. I saw No, I know you don't. Yeah. But, but you see, that it would see it as one
0: it's your mistake <laughs> you
2: know what well, are gonna
0: get off me <laughs> but again this is a conflict that many people try and avoid and i remember a few years ago i was working with a management consultancy and they had in their contracts that they were going to increase the price each year and with one of their clients they hadn't increased the price for about four or five years. Wow. And then it's like someone picks up, one of the analysts picks up and he says, like, they're stressing me out. They keep on asking me all these questions. They're demanding a lot of time. And like, they're not even paying my rate. And they're like, oh, who, how do we, um, what, how should we tell them that we're going to, it's like, come on now, <laughs> send them an email. Hello, in accordance to clause, da 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 da, da. Mm-hmm. The rate is going to increase as of next
3: month. Introducing Branding Boundaries and Bullshit by the one and only grandma, Phyllis Williams-Strother. Hey, you there. Are you tired of all the boring personal branding stuff? Well, my mom, grandma, has got you covered with her awesome new book. In this game changer, grandma doesn't play by the rules. She's a rebel who says you don't have to fake it to make it. No more being a people pleaser because it's time to get real love. My mom not have been that dead just like Pitbull, except she was a multi-million dollar restaurant owner. She's got all the stuff to let you know what's real and what's just okie doke. This book isn't for the corporate crazy. It's for the courageous, the genuine, and the unapologetic. It's about putting you first and not some fake customer pleasing it because this is not the circus. Branding boundaries and bullshit is like a fist pump to those who refuse to conform. It's your match to discovering your YO uniqueness and owning it. So just to be at and start branding on your own terms, get grandma's book now and let your true self shine through.
2: Yeah, I don't have a problem with that part. I don't. (laughs) I don't. And because he's one of my oldest clients, not quite as old as you, but because he's one of my oldest clients, um, not in age, no, but he is older than you in age, but that's not it either. But um, he has, he has a price that he's been grandfathered in on the my new pricing is he's not paying the new pricing he's paying that old pricing um but like i said that part of part of policies affect your price in different things like i said i think personal brands affect the price cuz if if i like if i can't enforce it if my if my demeanor is coming off as soft i'll put it that way i ain't going to call you weak i'm going to say you soft And by that, I mean, you soft hearted, you, you keep giving and giving and giving until you give too much of your business away and having policies. I think having people because people try to rush you through policies, because if you've ever been to the doctor and you're getting ready to have procedure done, they say, sign here, here, and there. You don't even read. You just check the boxes and you sign, you initial everything and you don't read it. I read, girl, you better say that. And I'm
0: not always, no, I'm not done. I'm a slow reader. I'm what does this mean? Mm -hmm. And they don't seem to realize that if you, I say, I can stop reading. You can explain it to me, but if something doesn't work out, then I'm holding you liable. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, okay. Then we'll leave you to read. Thank you.
2: Thank you. And the thing, the thing about it is, and they tell you, Oh, it's just standard. It's standard for you. And you probably don't even know what's in here because they 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 go through with that yellow highlighter. This is this, and okay, but what about the all the parts you didn't highlight? Am I gonna die or not? And like I said, I'm not saying that I agree with I I don't necessarily agree in that I want something to happen to me, but I understand this is the policy, and if something should happen, um, I either accept the policy as is. Because down here is like if you don't like something, we can change it. No, that's not a, that's not part of the policy. The policy is if this happens, these are the these are the consequences or these are the repercussions or whatever. And so you you don't necessarily agree, but you have to agree in order to have the procedure done. So if people, the, you
0: need to allow give enough information so that they can make an informed decision. informed decision.
2: And that's one of the reasons why I started doing the pledge. I send you the pledge to work with me before I send you the invoice. Cause I want you to know what you're getting into. And so having that understanding of, you know what, this bitch is crazy. I already know that when I signed this pledge. <laughs> no, they
0: didn't. But now you've signed it. You know, <laughs> if you don't know. You get what you get. What you get.
2: <laughs> but if, if, and like, I, I, even if you're soft hearted, the thing that you should be able to fall back on is your policies. And I wholeheartedly agree on that. With, and with and like I say, I was not a policy person until I met your crazy ass. <laughs> I didn't give a shit about policy. I always read small print though, because I used to have to deal with contracts of my own and sending them out. But um, how do you make sure your clients, do you ever go back and do follow-ups to make sure they're enforcing what they said they wanted to enforce? Is there any way to to do that?
0: Yeah, but some of them we've parted ways on that because it's you. You haven't followed through on what I've said. You still got the same problem. So your way's not working. How about you just try it? Yeah, and it work with a lot of men. And I don't know if it's the pitch of my voice that they can't hear sometimes, but they they're determined not to listen to me until you know it's too late. And then I say no. Let's. This is the last time. Yeah.
2: I and You, you say that, but I've noticed that men hear me different than women hear me. I can say the exact same thing and they hear it differently. And I try and take that into consideration when I'm working with my clients. But I, I feel you on that one, definitely. And, but the the enforcing, enforcing policies, even if you're a business of one, shouldn't people have them?
0: Everyone should have them. Because it's never going to be just you. Even if you are, there was a salon that I was speaking to and it was a mess. It was a complete mess.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think one of the questions that they had down for an interview was, suppose someone famous comes in. I was like, are you just hooked up on the fame? How do you know that they align with your your business and your brand and what you're doing I didn't call it brand then because I didn't know that it was brand and they were just like oh I never thought about it like that like come on people but I'm I'm realizing now that the way I think and where I go down and explore people just don't they don't give that any kind of consideration yeah it's like always have to if you start off that way And I don't mean that you have to write 10 pages of rules and regulations, and people are talking about doing Zoom, not Zoom videos, is it Loom videos and so that you can get the, it's like the worst thing. Policies (laughs) are there to support and guide you and your people that are coming in because it's an internal community. The last thing you want is to give them a video on their first day and say, watch this. It's like the video that you get on the plane that says in case of an emergency, this is who watches the video? No one watches the video. They are now putting famous people in there. I don't know who these people are. I I sign out. I don't know who you are. I don't know your name, so I'm not interested. How many times have I been on a plane? When that time, if that time comes, hopefully it won't. But if it does, then you people are trained. You will talk me through it. But that's not what you want in your business. You don't want people to say when something's hit the fan, oh, we're just going to leave it to you to sort out. You want
2: them to work it out. <laughs> but see, that 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 is corporate. That is corporate covering your ass. We told everybody at the same time what the rules are. And so now, if if because you didn't follow them and you die, sweetie, we told everybody what the rules are. I I understand coming from a corporate background, sweetie is all is CYA all up and through. So if you're going to cover your ass, you have to make sure everybody knows the same thing. You may let people get away with shit. And that's the part that, that, like I said, I know that you work with people on because you allowed this person to get away with it and this person got away with it, but now this one's trying and you don't like them personally. So you want them to stick to the rules and the house rules, but you're letting them run amok like some bratty ass kid slapping their mama in the face. And it's like, okay, where is the, where is the, the enforcement here? how come i have to follow the rules but they don't and then i know the world is not fair but damn it if we we all get the same paycheck and we all in the same place bitch we gonna have to have some fairness up in here
0: you're just not there's nothing that you said that was wrong i mean i always i tell everyone if i have to go into a place and work with them everyone's my favorite you're my favorite you're my favorite. I know, and right? Say, hey, I thought I was your favorite. Yeah, you're my favorite for a different reason. Yeah. You do this. They do that. You're my favorite. Oh, so if I'm your favorite, can I leave early? No, nope. you cannot.
2: <laughs> All right, Jiggy. Because yes. <laughs> uh, are you still running? Um, Are you still running? I know your your specialty is making sure everybody has a refund policy. What you got going on right now that people need to know about? I know you just came back from vacation. You still got vacation brain, but come on with it. What you got coming up?
0: Well, it is that time of year. I mean, the sales are happening. It's just, I guess it would be the, no, I don't guess. I know it's a policy review. So whether it's one policy, there's just one thing that is irritating you. And you can say that as, person in charge i don't call them leaders because we haven't worked together yet and i don't know if you are but people in charge managers owners there's one thing that is definitely irritating you then let's have a conversation and let's see what policy you need to improve or implement so that can improve because it's not just about having rules it's about creating that internal community and having people getting along and there's times when you have to just people they just don't need to be there set them free and let them <laughs>
2: <have> that's <their joy. laughs> set of <a> free damn
0: <laughs> the hummingbird has you know you some mind. some people just need a push right they're holding on and that's not where their joy is just give them a little push i mean they may be upset for i don't know a, a month a year but they'll find something else and how does it affect your actual business
2: yeah. And then like that whole thing is like, OK, a lot of people won't give them that push because now they're afraid of wrongful termination. My last job was a government job. And it's like people would think it takes an act of God to fire people because we had a union. And so all they did was a document, document, document. And the longer they took to document, the more toxic the environment became because you got this crazy ass person that you can't get rid of. Why are you rolling your right. eyes?
0: Because that's when you have to deal with HR. It's just like, do something. (laughs) Just do something. (laughs) That's why I say I come in when there's problems, when you're in meltdown. Because it's not that I want to be the hero and rescue. I just look at the situation and see how we can improve it. But when you're just sitting there and you're waiting for it to build and build and build, and you have a fear of, that is your job. You need to come in, you need to step in. That's what you say, that's how you sell yourself. I come in and I make sure that everything's working right. You can't come in and give standard rules to people and then expect it to work. How does it actually integrate within the business and does it work? Are they following through? And are if they're not following through, what are the consequences?
2: Um, I'm gonna tell you guys, if at the very least, like I said, she talked about, what policy did you say? The um, This is a policy
0: review.
2: Oh, policy mm-hmm. review. Yeah. That's yeah. if you have policies in place. But if you do not, go to CAS, at least get your social media policy together. I don't care if you're a business one, go and get your social media policy together and at least your refund policy. To- oh, no, three, <laughs> your social media policy, because especially if you think that you're going to hire a social media manager later get your social media policy together, get your refund policy together, and get your cancellation policy together. And a cancellation policy, the reason that's so important is because it's not that... When you consider your time valuable and people are canceling last minute, they have now taken money out of your pocket that you could have gotten from someone else. When I talk about getting paid to say no, sweetie, once you said no to somebody else and you cancel last minute and I can't fill that place, that's part of your cancellation policy. It's part of mine. So it's it those three policies, please go and see Cast if you do not have at least those three policies. Don't go copy them. Make sure that they'll bespoke to your business because we're talking about getting back to a personal brand that is human, sweetie. Corporate speak that you do not understand, You it's hard for you to enforce because you don't even know where to go look for that policy. It's like, I'm trying to enforce this. I'm trying to get my money back, but they won't pay me oh my God, I hear this so much. I did the work, but they won't. uh-uh. Yeah,
0: I, I, I spoke to someone. I know it was supposed to be on holiday, but I spoke to some, they were a last technician and I saw their little setup and it looked so cute. And then there was this little video that says, oh, I've got, I had two clients. One has just canceled last minute. I was like, do you not have something in place? Did you take a deposit? And I know someone says taking a deposit is just so ugh no it depends what kind of work that you do yeah because you've come in early to accommodate that client who's not coming in and you don't open up to have like walk-ins so you're sitting around waiting for your next one in the afternoon that's a waste of your time so yeah so return and cancellation are all one of the same so if you are I don't want to say professional but if you're a service then you would have cancellation and if you have products then you would have a refund but they do come and it is being renamed R&R because when I try to promote it like in words I just can't remember I get tongue-tied it's just like it's not flowing so R&R <laughs> <laughs>
2: But is the the um, one of the things that I've seen on social media lately a lot of people getting upset because, and mostly it's around women who are getting installs. Weaves. I'm talking to black folks who are getting weaves and and installs and all of that kind of stuff, and they're they're finding these great people through their social media. But and these these social media people are asking for like half the money upfront, and then they're not showing up for the appointments. They're not answering the phone, and all of that kind of stuff. Should the people, the 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 customer on the other end, should they be asking for refund po- or cancellation policies? Because and and mm-hmm. so you guys are clear. One of the reasons why I have my pledge and why like people's like, well, what's your guarantee, y'all? Everybody's well, Alex and- a money-back guarantee or satisfaction guarantee and all that kind of stuff. I agree, but my satisfaction guarantee is like, if you don't like it this month, you don't have to come back next month. I'm not holding you hostage. Even though my process is long-term, I'm not making you come back next month. Maybe you didn't get enough in this month to find the value one, And I'm okay with that. I think I'm valuable, but maybe you didn't. So I'm not holding people hostage. So that's my satisfaction guarantee. If I did a good enough job, you will come back next month. But like I say, I still want to be covered. I, I want to be covered by a cancellation policy. It's like, sweetie, I've booked off three dates in my calendar for you. And now because I've said no to everybody else on that date and time, somebody got to pay for it and it ain't going to be me. So what, what, what um, on the other end should people be giving out when they're doing business like that for lashes and weaves and blowouts and all that kind of stuff? Should they be providing some type of cancellation policy?
0: I would say that they should have one to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. And don't don't turn around and say it once they've upset you. Because I don't care how you turn professional, but in my books, that's not professional. Mm -hmm. Don't, Don't get caught up in the emotion and then go head to head and toe to toe with someone because that's not going to help your business. I was looking for a hairdresser for my kid the other day, and I know someone who uses them.
2: And oh, sorry. Um, Did you hear that? No. Okay, good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Morgan's alarm went off. I took her phone the <laughs> other night. So uh, last night, she can't have her phone. It's in my office. Scared the shit out of me. But go ahead.
0: <laughs> but I was looking at, they had terms and conditions, or whatever you may call it, um, and they were really hostile. Now, maybe for the people that you are dealing with, that's what they need. But me, as someone who has seen your work and is impressed, I would like to book you. I'm thinking, no, I'm not sending my kid to you. I'd be fearful of their safety. I'm I'm not doing that. And I'm thinking, if you wanna elevate yourself and you wanna get better clients, how does the terms, conditions, policies, your rules, how does that read to someone who is going to be your future client that you don't know? The ones that have no worries about yeah. paying.
2: Yeah. And uh, you say that, and I think that was set a lot of brands apart in that industry. It's like being upfront about the cancellation and all of that kind of stuff, because you see people are getting scammed now, uh, scammed on these different things. If you were upfront about, Instead of just showing me hair waves, or like you know what, I hear this is what's happening in my industry, and I don't like it. So let me make sure that you understand. This is my cancellation policy. I need you to show up at this time. I'm not gonna have ten other people in the wash bowl, while I'm making you wait with a wet head and all that stuff. And don't th- make sure the policy. That. Yeah, yeah. Make and, sure and, you do that. Make sure you, that you don't triple book. Yeah. And I, I, old school way back in the day, used to go to the hairdresser, and I think some hairdressers, they will be able to charge more if they have these type of policies. If I don't have to wait, sweetie, I will give you all my money. Because if I know that you are sitting too deep in, a, in, in, the, in the hair bowl, then I don't wanna come. And mind you, like I said, I grew up in that atmosphere and I know it well, and people still laugh and joke about it. But you know what, if you're a hairdresser that cares and you want to up your price point, then don't make me wait. If you don't have a watch person, if you can't keep your assembly line moving, then you know what? Don't overbook. But like I say, that's the norm and that's what we understand. So everybody makes fun about it. And it's not funny.
0: I haven't had a hairdresser in years, but my hairdresser back in Manchester, it was just me and him. Mm -hmm. So he would give me a time where he had nobody else come in. And it would just be, I come in, I sit down in your chair. I don't tell you what I want because you should know what fits me and what I'm going to be able to manage until the next couple of days when I come back. Yeah. And then I remember people saying, does he not even give you a discount? I was like, no, why? I don't ask for a discount. It's like, why would I ask for a discount? He gives me what I want. I'm telling him that he can't have anybody else there while I'm there. Yeah. I just don't want it. I don't want to hear you gossiping about anybody else. I don't want anybody asking me any questions. I just want to come, whether it's first thing in the morning, last thing well, not last thing at night unless I'm going out, but you know, just and I'll pay for that. I don't want it. This last month when I was traveling and I need to check the policies of the airline, but I had booked my ticket and I was so looking forward to it because I had a hard year. And um, geez, I, got to, I got to the airport and <laughs> they says, hold on a minute. And the lady disappeared for about 20 minutes. And she came back and she goes, oh, you've been downgraded. I <gasps> said, what? <laughs> she goes, yeah, it's okay. We've put you in premium economy. I was like, no, that's not what I pay for. Oh, yeah, but, you know, it's not me. It, they, they've done it. And I was like,
2: I don't I who so did
0: it. I'm so not happy. I almost went silent and everyone was, yeah, and they're like, oh, maybe you can go up to the lounge and they'll put you in the first class." Like, I don't care about the lounge. I care about the 10 hour flight that I'm going to be on and what I booked. This is the start of my holiday. Mm -hmm. And when I went up to the lounge, the woman went down, and she goes, I haven't traveled for like four years. She goes, oh yeah, you're not a gold or silver member. I said, what's that got to do with it? what has that got to do with it now we've got first class and we've got the the other lounge and everyone's now looking says we don't start off like that is that your policy is that what you have in your and this is where i know i'm crazy about policies (laughs) this (laughs) is like you don't do this a person pays full price you didn't upgrade me for free i paid for it so you're telling me not only did I pay my money, but I need to be in a certain class of your executive club before I can confirm and secure my ticket? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, I'm so sorry. Now you're starting with the apologies. Now. Okay.
2: Did you get your seat else. back? Did you get upgraded?
0: I got my seat back when I got to the gate and whoever was gold or silver didn't show up. So that's how I got me.
2: So oh like, hell that no
0: that made it worse so that's something to follow up on
2: oh you need to go to their policies and, and and showcase yourself as the ethical strategist. you need to that girl that shit needs to be on film because like, you should be on, on the, the phone signed up for yeah you should be on the phone you should be tagging them in your social media it's like you know what this was my experience and because i specialize in policies this is your policy there is nothing in here saying I can be downgraded and not compensated for the downgrade, and sending me over to the lounge is not acceptable. I'm reading your policy, and this is what it says.
0: No, but they says that comp- no, I'd be compensated for the downgrade for the difference in price of ticket. I says that's n- that is not the issue here. Mm-hmm. When you sent me the email to say that I can check in online, you offered me the upgrade to upgrade for uh-huh. a fee. So you've given my ticket to somebody else, but then you're telling me I can pay for an upgrade. Who was I going to sit with? The captain? (laughs) Like, seriously? (laughs) But that's the other thing I find, and the beauty of policies. There are all these people who want to be more refined and they feel like they're having a better life. And when they go to something that is slightly out of their comfort zone, they will not ask questions and they will not hold people accountable yeah. to what their policies are. And I found that, again, recently, December was a crazy month, Um, when I went to a restaurant and they had, I had booked it like months in advance. They had a set menu, as these fancy places usually have, and when we got there, they had changed the menu. And the menu had increased in price. And I says, no, this is not what I signed up for. No. <laughs> so I like a drink. Yes. <laughs> I'm not allowed, but I like a drink. So I had a budget because I knew it was going away. But um, and it says, I'm gonna, I'm gonna question this. And some of the diners that I was with, they were like, Oh no, you can't do that. I was like, why not? it's like I think it's kind of like alluding to this is not the setting for it it's like this is exactly the setting for it because I'm not embarrassed you told me one thing I have confirmed with you that I am going to be keeping this reservation you could have told me then that the price had increased Mm -hmm. and that the things that I wanted I I couldn't have because that was my thing it takes me a long time to make decisions on menus so I had decided and this thing had disappeared as this wow. is this is the exact time hold people accountable. I do it all the time. And it's not because I'm looking for a freebie.
2: Yeah.
0: If you say that you are offering something that's luxury, something that's a little bit different, something that's better and it's going to make you feel special. If I don't feel special, I'm telling you, I don't feel special.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now, now when you when you get ready to lose your shit, not in like I say, that's my violent translation. That's not how Cas is talk. Cas don't cuss like I do. But when you get ready, when you see things like this, does it make you automatically go back and look at the policy? Yes. Okay. You don't do it in that moment though. You do it after. <clears throat> it depends.
0: Okay. You know, when I see a policy, I want to read it. So I'll yeah. skim through it yeah.
2: anyway. Yeah, because I know, I, and I ask because I know restaurants have a policy, especially if they have a prefix menu, Um, they'll have a policy that they will either serve you that or something comparable. I don't want the something comparable. I'm like you. Yeah. I don't necessarily have to take a long time to decide, but I don't want something comparable. That's like me sending Neil to the store to go get me some pralines and cream, and he come back with vanilla. You choosing violence today? <laughs> no. I'm. I'm when I when I want, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: What you're offering when you say that you are more refined and refined is, I can't remember what they say, but they say certain things like they're catering to your needs. What cater to my needs, I'm excited for what you're going to give me. And it's not the amount that I've paid. It's the promise that you've made and you haven't delivered.
2: A brand promise. That's it. That's it. You make a brand promise. I expect you to keep it yeah is I've had
0: it yeah this winter has been enlightening I mean I sat down in a designer bag store and I told the man I feel like I've been mugged off I'm not doing airs and graces I'm not going to find the big words to try and come at you I'm just telling you in plain simple English so that you would I said I feel like I've been mugged off
2: I've what is that you said record. mugged off mugged off what does that she, mean exactly what I meant he knows I don't. I'm not English. Help her. Tell me. Sorry, like, don't call you, her helper.
0: You've um, hustled me. Hudwick.
2: Okay. okay. Mugged off. Okay. I thought that's what it meant, but I just wanted to be sure. I don't you want to know some assume. People say,
0: I'm, I'm so appalled and I'm so disappointed. No, I'm not telling you I'm appalled or disappointed. I feel like you've mugged me off. Yeah, Cass likes <laughs> her designer off. bags. Don't <laughs> <laughs> play with her and her bags. <laughs> i've never been one to take it i I tried uh, a couple of times to take it to social media and it's not me i'm not speaking to the masses because when i was engaging with you i felt it was me and you yeah yeah so that's how i want it to continue i want it to be me and you
2: and you know what i i agree there and i know we need to wrap it up because i have another call after this another uh, interview after this but the thing the thing is, is that when, when I talk about personal branding, I don't talk about it with everyone else because normally I don't agree with everyone else. I don't believe you are a brand. I don't believe you have to put your life on display. There's a lot that I disagree with around personal branding. I don't believe you need a brand to get a job, but people say all of these types of things, but because I don't agree, I don't engage. I just talk my own shit on my own timeline, on my own whatever. Because I'm not going to sit here and disagree with you, sweetie. That's what you believe. I am very, you know, I'm about the respectful rebellion. I'm going to go over here in my house and talk a whole lot of shit <laughs> about what I don't agree with, but I'm not going to come in yours. I'm, I, I saw someone post something. Um, she posted something on LinkedIn, and I think she's the sweetest person. And she's saying, this is why you can't scale a personal brand. I said, oh, it's good. Pumpy brakes. You need to have a serious conversation and but i did not go all in on why you can or cannot i did not do that this is her timeline this is what she what she believes i'm not gonna sit here and disparage her in her own timeline that's violent and while i do choose violent i'm not gonna go after someone violently that's not what i'm about what i will do though is i will raise holy hell i'm not throwing somebody under the bus if you ask me about someone's personal brand because you want me to put them on blast I'm not gonna do that. That's disrespectful. That's disparaging, and that's not what I'm about, sweetie. When I say I nurture, I can say all of these things without this person, without saying their name. I can say that you know I don't believe this about a personal brand. I do believe that you can scale a personal brand. I do believe these things. I don't believe that thing without saying anybody's name. But we we get out here and we want to drag people through the mud. If that's what you're about, if you're about slinging mud, I can do it with the best of them. Don't get it twisted. But I just choose not to not to do that no more in my in my life brand or business. I'm not about that life. Choosing violence does not be, mean being disrespectful. That's not a okay. thing. So that's one of my policies. That's an internal policy. So <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: all right, tell people where they can find you and all this stuff. I told you I got shit to do. Come on. <laughs> uh,
0: so I am on LinkedIn. Um, and TikTok they are my chosen ones I know we come together on LinkedIn but maybe not TikTok for the moment at least and I am working on the website which will take you to everywhere that I am Um, the ethical insights which are the blogs of alternative business will be resuming very soon I've got a lot of things that I've started I need to finish them off yeah.
2: But yeah. Always and since she wasn't that. clear, Cass on her social media, she is here. Here's Cass. Is that what here's, it is? Yeah. Here's
0: Cass Ltd. Limited. There you
2: go. So yeah, that's how you find her on TikTok. And on Instagram, I mean I'm yeah, on TikTok. Same for Instagram, but then LinkedIn yeah. is Cass Johnson.
0: Correct. Uh, I, think I think it might still be here's Cass Limited.
2: On Instagram, I mean, on TikTok. Ah, I don't see
0: too much shit. On LinkedIn. <laughs> on LinkedIn. I think it might be. It has been personalized. Okay. So, Catherine will, will be there, but go to the okay. website.
2: Yeah. All right. Secret Solutions
0: Limited. LTD. Yeah.
2: CAS does not stand for CAS. Trust. No, she makes she sure she's consolidated. <laughs> what is it? Consolidated something? No, it's corporate. Oh, corporate! <laughs> See, I'm all jacked up. What does CAS? What does C A S stand for? It doesn't stand for cast.
0: No. Come on! But I'm just hoping that people can call my name correctly after it. But it's Corporate Administrative
2: Solutions Limited. There you go. See, I don't remember that shit. I remember CAS. <laughs> and then you call me with the right name. I'm not trapped. you y'all know we got to get out of here. So five. Bullshit happens, so suck it up. Four, your voice is important, so speak up. Three, you make the world a more beautiful place, so show up. Two, life is good, so buck up. And one, I love you and ain't a damn thing you can do about it, so shut the fuck up. Peace in here, All I'm out.
1: <laughs> All right, Brand Babies. We appreciate you stopping by because we know you got shit to do. Just remember to subscribe on your way out and bring a friend next time. In the meantime and in between times, stay connected with your grandmother on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. The links are in the description. And your grandmother wants you to remember that personal branding is not just personal, it's also business.